From the Ohio News Network, this is the ONN Daily Podcast, presented by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. It is Thursday, March 3rd, 2022. From the Ohio News Network, I'm Daniel Barnett. Ohio's new congressional map now goes to the state Supreme Court for review. Yolanda Harris has more from one of the two Democrats on the commission who opposed the plan. The redistricting commission approved the Republican-drawn map by a vote of 5-2. to two. Representative Allison Russo questioned why they needed to vote when they still had more time to draw up another option they could all agree on. The only reason that we were in this state is not because of the Constitution and the provisions that were overwhelmingly passed by Ohio voters. It's simply because we have commissioners who do not want to follow the Constitution. I do not agree that members of this commission have not tried to do this in good faith. I'm Yolanda Harris. The issue was putting the May 3rd primary in jeopardy. Election officials aren't able to meet important deadlines without approved maps. A big win for proponents of fewer restrictions on concealed carry in Ohio. Eric Brown explains. A bill that allows Ohioans to conceal carry without a permit is now headed to Governor Mike DeWine's desk. On Wednesday, the Ohio House of Representatives passed Senate Bill 215. If the governor signs it, anyone 21 or older can conceal carry without a license or firearms training. Right now, Ohioans need eight hours of training and a background check to obtain a CCW permit. Eric Brown, ONN News. The governor says Ohio is no longer doing business with Russia. Angela Ann reports. Well, Governor Mike DeWine says Ohio will no longer support Russian businesses. Yesterday, he released a statement saying in part, as Russian aggression continues to intensify against the people of Ukraine, he assures Ohioans that our state has no contracts with Russian businesses and that he will not support Russia with Ohio taxpayer dollars. Governor DeWine also said Ohio will continue to stand with the people of Ukraine. I'm Angela Ann. And Ohio Attorney General Dave Yost is urging the state's five public employee retirement funds to divest themselves of Russian financial holdings. Clay Gordon has the details. The request is non-binding. Yost says the move is to punish Russia over its invasion of Ukraine. He also says Russian assets are likely to devalue given the country's growing isolation and widespread bankruptcies could affect the pension funds. Yesterday, Governor Mike DeWine also called for the pension funds and the Ohio Bureau of Workers' Compensation to divest themselves of Russian assets. I'm Clay Gordon. After a two-year break, the Arnold Sports Festival has returned with the four-day event getting underway today in Columbus. Tino Ramos reports. It was 2020 when the Arnold Sports Festival was ready to go when COVID hit. At the time, there were no confirmed cases, but Ohio was monitoring one person who showed signs of the illness. Then on March 5th, the state health department decided to announce that strict limitations on attendance that would only include parents and guardians of athletes. Then last year, the festival was canceled of sorts, although a small bodybuilding competition was held in September. So this year, having the full Arnold marks the end to an exhausting two years. Tino Ramos in downtown Columbus. A 17-year-old boy from the Columbus suburb of Gahanna has been missing for more than a week after he was last seen walking into a creek following an altercation. Andrew Kinsey has the story. His friends gathered in that area to talk to people and raise awareness. Police and first responders have searched the creek multiple times but have not located anything. His friends say they just want to know what happened. It's extremely hard because, honestly, it could have been any one of us. Uh, Mental health is really not a joke. It's not something to brush off, and it's been really painful. Gahanna police. Police are asking people not to do their own searches in Big Walnut Creek right now due to the high water. No new searches are planned at this time. I'm Andrew Kinsey. 
Fewer people nationwide and in Ohio applied for unemployment benefits last week, reflecting a low number of layoffs. Dave James reports. Jobless claims fell by 18,000 to 215,000 for the week ending February 26th, according to the Labor Department. In Ohio, there were 10,799 claims filed compared to nearly 13,000 the previous week. The national unemployment rate stands at 4%, a historically low figure. Ohio's jobless rate was 4.5% in December. The January rate won't be released until the end of next week. Dave James, I'm in News. Yesterday marked 15 years since seven people, including five members of the Bluffton University baseball team, were killed when their chartered bus crashed in Atlanta on the way to Florida. Kaylee Kirby says a ceremony was held yesterday to remember them. The crash and the legacy the 2007 team leaves behind is one that this community and university will remember forever. And family members say despite all these years passing, it seems like it happened yesterday. We still feel the sting. We still go out to his gravesite. We still celebrate him as a family, but it just went by very, very fast. March 2nd does not define my son, Scott. He was a lot more than March 2nd or what all that entailed. I'm Kaylee Kirby. And a state lawmaker has proposed restoring the Ohio State University football team's 2010 season that was vacated after a scandal. Eric Brown has more. Representative Brian Stewart is a Republican from Asheville in central Ohio and an Ohio State graduate. Stewart has sponsored a resolution calling on the NCAA to reinstate the team's 2010 record and wins. The season was vacated following revelations that players in 2009 and 2010 accepted cash and free or discounted tattoos from a Columbus tattoo parlor owner and also traded memorabilia like championship rings for cash. Stewart notes that the NCAA now allows players to be compensated for the use of their name, image, and likeness. Eric Brown, ONN News. Special thanks to affiliate stations WBNS-TV in Columbus, WKYC-TV in Cleveland, and WTOL-TV in Toledo for their contributions to today's newscast. I'm Daniel Barnett on the Ohio News Network. This has been the ONN Daily Podcast, a production of Radio Ohio Incorporated on the Ohio News Network.